0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I will go to the altar of God. To God, my exceeding joy. Our help is in the name of the Lord. During this Lenten season, we have heard our Lord's call to intensify our struggle against sin, death, and the devil. All that prevents us from trusting in God and loving each other. Since it is our intention to receive the Holy Supper of our Lord Jesus Christ on this night when he instituted this blessed meal for our salvation, it is proper that we complete our Lenten discipline by diligently examining ourselves, as Saint Paul urges us to do. This holy sacrament has been instituted for the special comfort of those who are troubled because of their sin and who humbly confess their sins, fear God's wrath, and hunger and thirst for righteousness. But when we examine our hearts and consciences, we find nothing in us but sin and death, from which we are incapable of delivering ourselves. Therefore our Lord Jesus Christ has had mercy on us. For our benefit he became man, so that he might fulfill for us the whole will and law of God, and to deliver us, took upon himself our sin and the punishment we deserve so that we may more confidently believe this and be strengthened in the faith and in holy living, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread, broke it, and gave it to his disciples and said, "'Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you.'" It is as if he said, "'I became man, and all that I do and suffer is for your good. As a pledge of this, I give you my body to eat.'" In the same way also he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. Again, it is as if he said, I have had mercy on you by taking into myself all your iniquities. I give myself into death, shedding my blood to obtain grace and forgiveness of sins and to comfort and establish the New Testament, which gives forgiveness and everlasting salvation. As a pledge of this, I give you my blood to drink. Therefore, whoever eats this bread and drinks this cup, confidently believing this promise and word of Christ, dwells in Christ and Christ in him and has eternal life. We should also do this in remembrance of him, showing his death, that he was delivered for our offenses and raised for our justification giving him our most heartfelt thanks, we take up our cross and follow him. And according to his commandment, love one another as he has loved us. For we are all one bread and one body, even as we are all partakers of this one bread and drink from the one cup. For just as the one cup is filled with the wine of many grapes and one bread made from countless grains, so also we, being many, our one body in Christ. Because of him, we love one another, not only in word, but in deed and in truth. May the almighty and merciful God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, by his Holy Spirit, accomplish this in us. Amen. Having heard the word of God, let us confess our sins to him, imploring him for the sake of his Son, Jesus Christ, to grant us forgiveness. Please stand. O Almighty God, merciful Father, I, a poor, miserable sinner, confess unto you all my sins and iniquities with which I have ever offended you and justly deserved your temporal and eternal punishment. But I am heartily sorry for them and sincerely repent of them. And I pray you of your boundless mercy and for the sake of the holy, innocent, bitter sufferings and death, of your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, to be gracious and merciful to me, a poor, sinful being. God, be merciful to you and strengthen your faith. Do you believe that the forgiveness I speak is not my forgiveness, but God's? Let it be done for you as you believe. In the stead and by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy
1: Spirit. Glory be to God on high, and-
0: The Lord be with you. you. Let us pray. O Lord, in this wondrous sacrament, you have left us a remembrance of your passion. Grant that we may so receive this sacrament of your body and blood, that the fruits of your salvation may continually be manifest in us. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. The first lesson from Monday, Thursday is written in the second book of Moses, known as Exodus chapter 12. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in Egypt This month is to be for you the first month, the first month of your year. Tell the whole community of Israel on, that on the tenth day of this month, each man is to take a lamb for his family, one for each household. If any household is too small for a whole lamb, they must share one with their nearest neighbor, having taken into account the number of people there are. You are to determine the the amount of lamb needed in accordance with what each person will eat. The animals you choose must be year-old males without defect, and you may take them from the sheep or the goats. Take care of them until the fourteenth day of the month when all the people of the community of Israel must slaughter them at twilight. Then they are to take some of the blood and put it on the sides and tops of the door frames of the houses where they eat the lambs. That same night they are to eat the meat roasted over the fire, along with bitter herbs and bread made without yeast. Do not eat the meat raw or cooked in water, but roast it over the fire, head, legs, and inner parts. Do not leave any of it till morning, If some of it is left till morning, you must burn it. This is how you are to eat it. With your cloak tucked into your belt, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand. Eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. On that same night, I will pass through Egypt and strike down every firstborn, both men and animals, and I will bring judgment on all the gods of Egypt. I am the Lord. The blood will be a sign for you on the houses where you are, and when I see the blood, I will pass over you. No destructive plague will touch you when I strike Egypt. This is a day you are to commemorate. For the generations to come, you shall celebrate it as a festival to the Lord, a lasting ordinance. This is the word of the Lord.
1: Thanks be to God. Uh...
0: second lesson is written in St. Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, chapter 11. For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Therefore, whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and blood of the Lord. A man ought to examine himself before he eats of the bread and drinks of the cup. For anyone who eats and drinks without recognizing the body of the Lord eats and drinks judgment on himself. That is why many among you are weak and sick, and a number of you have fallen asleep. But if we judged ourselves, we would not come under judgment. When we are judged by the Lord, we are being disciplined, so that we will not be condemned with the world. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
1: He has caused his wondrous works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and merciful. flesh is true food and my blood is true drink whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me and i in him please stand
0: the holy gospel according to saint john the 13th chapter
1: Glory
0: Jesus replied, You do not understand now do not realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. No, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Then Lord Simon Peter replied, Not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Jesus answered, A person who has had a bath needs only to wash his feet, his whole body is clean you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. A new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Grace and peace to you from God the Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus. It is the Lord's Passover that is what we are celebrating here on these sacred days. And as it has always been, the Passover is not done in one day, but it is a multi-day event and observance. It starts with a meal that involves sacrifice, flesh, blood, and death. It goes on into the night, into the dark hours of the night, and it ends with victory in the morning. But we are not here to recreate or reenact the Passover. Neither was Jesus. The Jews, even in the Old Testament, did not continue to paint blood on the door frames or to have to eat ready to run. The Passover, even then, was not about reenacting the Exodus. And we're not here to reenact Maundy Thursday. So we don't have to match every detail Jesus might have done in that first Lord's Supper in ours. We're not reenacting it like some have tried to do in in a seder meal. Likewise, tomorrow, we won't be reliving the crucifixion. Though we will review those events and we will walk through it step by gory step. We won't spend Saturday night fretting and wondering what will happen and what we'll find when morning comes. We know how it all goes. It's already taken place and we've heard it all before. But this is the Lord's Passover. It's not merely a remembrance of that Passover in Exodus or in the upper room. It's not merely a remembrance of Jesus' suffering, death, and resurrection. Now, it certainly is that. And it is good for us to hear and to see it all again. We need to embed these sounds and these stories into our hearts and into the hearts of our children so that we never, ever forget. But it is more than a memory. It is the Lord's Passover. As an example or comparison, you can watch, say, a sporting event after it has taken place. You probably don't even have to have to record it and pay attention to, to to do that. You can you can watch it years later even. You can go back and you can watch some famous Super Bowl victory. You can go back and watch Game 7 of the World Series in 1987 and 91. But we're not really reliving the moment. We are remembering and recalling what we have forgotten. But, of course, watching won't make today's teams any better. This feast, which we are about to celebrate, is different. It is as though you, having watched your team's championship victory sometime in the past, now receive credit for participating. And suddenly you're the MVP. And you've got the trophy or the ring to prove it. Here, we are not reliving or recreating, and not merely remembering. We are here receiving. You see, in this feast, you are the one God has come to save and to rescue. You are the one who has been held in slavery and bondage in a foreign land. You are the one who would deny him, betray him, abandon or forsake him. You are the one who deserves bitter death for your sins and offenses and by God's righteous decree should die. but the lamb dies instead. And in this feast, his blood marks your door. Jesus sheds his blood. Jesus goes on and suffers, the only begotten son of God, the firstborn son dies. And you have been passed over. The grave in which Jesus rests is a borrowed one, as if borrowed from you. You will sleep in it eventually, but because of this feast, you share the same fate as the one who took your place in it first. And how? By inviting you to celebrate this feast, this meal. Here, according to his word, is his body and blood. This is the blood painted on your doorframe. This is his flesh in your mouth. This is an indication to the very angel of death to pass over you, to leave you alone. Even if that enemy should chase you, the enemy is death. Even if the enemy chases you into the night. Even if it leads you to fear and trembling. Even if it drives you into the heart of the sea. Just like the Israelites of old. When the night is over. When you've crossed through the sea on dry ground. In the morning when you arise, you will find the enemy, death dead on the shore. It cannot hurt you or harm you. You are safe for Christ. The Christ you have feasted on and believed in is risen from the dead. This is what you get out of this feast. This weekend, this triduum, this three-day feast. You are to be made a partaker with him. You are to be bound to him by the cords of his love. And his victory is your victory. We don't normally talk about Christians celebrating the Passover. But interestingly, throughout most of the world, in most other languages across the world, the Christian word for Easter is the word for Passover. This is the Christian Passover. It starts tonight. It ends on Sunday. When we will hear again St. Paul tell us, Christ our Passover Lamb, has been sacrificed. This is the Passover. Not the Israelite Passover of the Exodus, not the Jewish Passover of the disciples, but the Lord's eternal Passover. Because in this celebration, in the Lord's Supper, in Good Friday, in Vigil at Easter, Easter Sunday, you are united to your Lord. Then it is therefore your Passover. And you shall not perish. You too will be raised. Then let us keep this festival to which our Lord invites us. Christ is himself the joy of all the sun that warms and lights us. Now his grace to us imparts eternal sunshine to our hearts. The night of sin is ended. Hallelujah. Amen. Please the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. We join now in confessing the Christian faith using the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that you have remembered your congregation and have set for us who are upon the earth a holy table and instituted this blessed sacrament. We thank you, the only sacrifice for our sin, that you yourself are our Paschal Lamb and that you give us your body to eat and your blood to drink, by means of which you seal unto us the riches of your grace. Lord, the bread which we break is the communion of your body and the cup which we bless is the communion of your blood, what shall we render to you for this goodness in which you draw so near to us and by which you establish such a divine and heavenly fellowship in which we are united with you and the blessed Trinity? And inasmuch as you give us your body to eat and your blood to drink, you are in us and we in you as members of your body. Deal so mercifully with us and give to us all your merit and righteousness. And in you, the Father himself accounts us as righteous, even as though we were like you, mediator of the new covenant. And through you, the Holy Spirit dwells in us and quickens us to newness of life. Strengthen our faith and enliven our confidence. And grant, O Lord Jesus, that the older we grow, the closer our communion with you may be so that at all times we comfort ourselves in your merit and satisfaction and remain members of you and in communion with the Father and the Holy Spirit. Live and dwell in us, Lord Jesus, with the Father and the Holy Spirit and show yourself mighty to save and to make us holy and blameless so that with clean hearts and pure lips we may willingly serve your holy name and as new creatures come to full perfection by your mighty power.
1: Amen. It
0: is truly good and right that we should at all times and in all places give you thanks, O Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and everlasting God, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who accomplished the salvation of mankind by the tree of the cross, that where death arose, their life also might rise again, and that the serpent who overcame by the tree of the garden might likewise by the tree of the cross be overcome. Therefore, with all the saints on earth and hosts of heaven, we praise your holy name and join their glorious song.
1: And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. O Lord
0: Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, in giving us your body and blood to eat and to drink, You lead us to remember and confess your holy cross and passion, your blessed death, your rest in the tomb, your resurrection from the dead, your ascension into heaven, and your coming for the final judgment. So remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and
1: the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
0: We give you thanks, O Lord, for the foretaste of the heavenly banquet that you have given us to eat and to drink in this sacrament. Through this gift you have fed our faith, nourished our hope, and strengthened our love. By your Spirit, help us to live as your holy people until that day when you will receive us as your guests at the wedding supper of the Lamb, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever.
2: ages